Hello and welcome to episode 57 of the R&R Gaming Podcast. We are a part of the Joystick Entertainment Network. I'm your host, Byron Reed, and alongside me is my co-host... That would be me, Ken Rossi. How you doing, my man? It's been a little bit. Yeah, I'm feeling better. Uh, last time we talked, I was sick. I'm still kind of sick, um, but I'm feeling better. Wonderful. You're feeling better. I'm feeling a little better, too, so that's always good. Always good. Um, it doesn't help that I call my junk better, though. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's for the After Dark show, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I mean, I mean, speaking speaking of uh, that kind of stuff, though, we are here to talk about basketball. I, I was gonna say balls, but you know what? <laughs> family show. Yeah, so you no, said no, we're anyways. kidding. It's just... <laughs> we're not a family show. We <laughs> spit in families' eyes and kick on their names. Um, I don't know what you do in your free time. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to discuss NBA Live 19 and NBA 2K19 uh, today on this episode. So we're going to talk about the gameplay of of the two games. We're going to talk about the rise in live and the micro mode in 2K. And we're going to compare the two. It's not going to be a debate about which one's better. It's just going to be a compare and contrast because I think there are some things that both games or one game does well over the other. And uh, and some things that they both do well. So we'll get into all of that and maybe more. We'll see. Uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. Uh, this year, um, I well, this year in live is the first year you can create a female player. So mm-hmm. I did that just oh. to just to see what that was <laughs> like and everything. I yeah. I was I wanted to try it out and. It's actually pretty fun. I will say that uh, both males and females are on the same level, which is nice. Uh, you know, they both get equal treatment. You know, the men, the women can dunk just as good as the men, and you know, vice versa. So there's you know, you're not gonna. I'm sorry, What's it's, up? it's funny that you say that because uh, there was some hubbub over the fact that they weren't being realistic. Uh, because as we know, there are. Uh, Females don't get as much height um, as males, I guess, or they don't get as tall. Maybe they don't get as tall for most of them, and right. so they're not able to dunk as much. Yeah. Um, and so there there's only been a, a few women who've dunked in the WNBA. Yeah, uh, Brittany Griner being one of them. Yes. Um, but no, they they kind of uh, talked about that, or not talked about that, but there was a hubbub because they felt like it wasn't realistic. Having mm-hmm. these women characters that could dunk or could play uh, more physical or just as physical as the men could. Right. I think that that's the best way to do it, in my opinion. Because I feel like if you're not going to do it that way, then you're handicapping one side. And while that is not the most realistic thing to do, I think it's funner this way. Yeah, I agree with you. Which isn't a word, but it's a word now. Uh. 100% like 
you know, there shouldn't be a distinction. I mean, it's it's mostly just um, what character you want to portray in right. your world, not how good are you or, or how can you play. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I am curious, though, if as a female character on your rides in the one, if you play in NBA games. No, there is no there is no uh, league component, which is a dislike that I have for the for the rise oh, as a female. Hold on, how far along did you get? I finished the rise completely. Because there's there's the one league and the one uh, rec crew thing that you play as your character. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there's no, but there's no like there's no like WNBA the league mode. For for the rise for females, right. So that so that was my question because you yeah. can play on a an NBA team, and don't you get drafted? Not as a female, no. No. Are you sure? Uh, you're yes. you're gonna make me go back and play this because I. Yeah. I swear I remember. Yeah, I finished the rise and then I went right into the uh, the um, streets uh, world tour mode. Okay. I did all that last night. <laughs> Because uh, I, I honestly didn't know that there was a rise mode for females because I was I was reading I was reading the dif- the compare and contra- the like, difference between the two that you could you could do with the uh, males and females you know and the league wasn't one of them so I looked it was league wasn't one of them so well I was like was there a rise let me see so I happened to click on the rise and it started up with the rise with females I was like okay that's fun that's really cool I like that they gave them the rise treatment. That's really cool. Uh, I do wish that there uh, there was a league component for it. You could get drafted by a WNBA team and right. play like that, but maybe next year. But no, man, the, uh, the Rise mode is definitely really fun. It's a lot more simple, and there's no, you know, cutscenes like 2K. Uh it's very simple though. You have a mentor. He he takes you through things. There's a few you know little sprinkles of story as far as you know depending on what you do, uh, at, at certain points will trigger a a uh, a ESPN thing or whatever. But but it's not on 2K level as far as cutscenes of, of that nature. Right. Mostly like video messages and that sort of stuff. You'll see, you know, Stephen A. and Skip commenting on your performance and things like that. Right. Yeah. So similar to what they did in eighteen. Yep. Yep. Very similar to that. That was the female, which is really nice, though. Uh, I created a small forward. Um, Melanie Monroe's her name. Uh, she plays like uh, Vince Carter, which I really like that they have the uh, skill progression and the icon system now. That's a really fun thing that they added to the to the um to the mode because it allows you to sort of uh it, allows, it rewards you for playing you know with that archetype whatever you want to call it with the vinsanity uh icon because the vinsanity one gives you a boost to three pointers as you as you uh, make shots on the inside as you do dunks and layups and stuff right yeah so that's a nice component to it as well um the uh, once you finish the rise mode, however, you can go into the streets, the streets world tour, and there's a live run mode. There's court battles, a few other things like that 
that that that revolves solely around your uh, the one character. And the live run mode is great for playing against other people, real people, in three v three or five or five v five modes. Right. And that was actually the first thing I did because again I didn't know that there was a rise mode till last night. <laughs> but so when I got done creating my character, I went right into uh, a live run game, and that was it was a fun experience for the most part. I partied up with a few people and we played a game together. Unfortunately, though, there wasn't a way that we could see anyway to all get on one team together and then play against another team. We couldn't figure it out. So I don't know if it is a thing or if it's just not a thing because we couldn't figure it out for some reason. Just couldn't do it. We even went into a 3v3 and made it public and no one was able to join so i don't know if it was because that's just how the game works or if it's a bug with the game at the moment or whatever but unfortunately we couldn't figure out how to do it who's we uh me and the guy that i was playing with okay Um, because i never had an issue uh joining up with people yeah no yeah like Like, i'm playing against other people is, is what i'm saying yeah, yeah, no, we, we were, but we couldn't, like, after the game ended, we wanted to stay as a group and play with, and, you know, play, play with, with each other. Th- from what from what we could tell, uh, there wasn't a way for all, of, for all five of us to join up together and then go and search for a group of people to play with, whether it be, whether it be fives or threes. Right. And that could just be no one was playing NBA Live. Because when I played, it was during the first, like, 10 hours before 2K was out. And mm-hmm. I we had no issues with finding people to join. Right. Oh, no, like, you can, you like, if it's me by myself, I can go into a public match. Cause that's what I did the first time. I went into a, a public match, and I found people, and uh, they, they invited me to a party, and we talked for a little bit, and... Played, played, played that one game together, but after that, we just couldn't, we couldn't link up together and be in one area and then say, hey, I want to search for 5v5 or I want to search for 3v3. We couldn't do it. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't have issues finding a game. That wasn't my problem. My issue was trying to invite these other people to play with me so we could all play together against right. other people we couldn't do that because because you have to start it as a private match get them in join up on the team and then open it to the public yeah even and even with the 5v5 though there wasn't a option to make it public at least from again from from what i saw and what the guy who was the host was trying to do uh he couldn't figure it out so i have to go well, mess with it more what what i can tell you is that we did it so okay. <laughs> again no, I, I believe you I, that's why I said we probably couldn't figure it out. So, yeah. you know, not a big deal here, here or there. Um, so, yeah, so not to like poo-poo on his name, but it it can be done because I did it. I I played it with right other people. Good, good. So fine. But I'm not to me as long as you can do it. I don't really care. <laughs> um, but uh, the upgrade system is very similar to last year, and as I talked about earlier, the addition of the icon system is really cool that it rewards you for playing a certain way. Uh, there are no microtransactions. Everything that you that you do in the game 
and all the equipment and stuff that you earn, you earn that by playing the game. Yeah. So there's no way to spend real money on upgrades for player ratings or traits or, you know, the customization for your player, which is still really fantastic. There's a lot of equipment in the game, and it all looks really nice. Live does a really good job, again, this year with the player creation and customization of your of your the one character um yeah i mean <laughs> i wouldn't go that far but it, mostly because it's um they they have the customization hidden behind like several different icons yeah. You know. No, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You it, have it's to go a in. Go, it's you know, a pain to find it. Yes, I'll agree yeah, with go you Go into the one, go into your editing, go into your clothes, and then your stuff is there. So. Yeah. I mean, when yeah. you get like, here's a new shoe. Oh, okay. I'll equip that. Then that works. But I mean, they give you six different options to wear clothes, three home, three away. Yeah. And they make it kind of difficult uh, to find. Yeah, they make it difficult to find, yes, but that says nothing about the customization in general. I think it's still really good with the amount of stuff they have in the game to customize your character with. That's mostly what I was focusing on, and that's I think that's really good in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, it's... <laughs> I'm trying not to be uh, mean, for lack of a better word. Uh-huh. Um, because from what I've seen of what live has mm -hmm. it is so small in comparison to what 2k has so it, right you know it's it's not like live did a bad uh job but like whoever likes leopard pants over at ea needs to stop putting leopard <laughs> pants all over in their game and make that be like the only option you can wear yeah i I have my uh, character in some uh, red Jordan brand sweatpants. They look pretty nice. She has a Brazil uh, sleeve on her arm because I went and chose to go play in Brazil for the year in the in the Rise mode. So yeah. that was fun. There's there's so much stuff, and I, I enjoy it. So that's one of my favorite parts of the game is customizing yeah. characters. And if you give me stuff to do it with that looks really cool, like both games do, then I'll spend a lot of time doing it if you allow me. Yeah, I agree. Here's what I like, though, about the customization, since you brought it up. Mm -hmm. I really liked the court customization for NBA Live. We can talk about that, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that a lot, too. I do like that part of the court battle system. Yeah. like that a lot. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's something that I wish 2K would, would get their heads out of their butts and do because you can customize color design you can change everything you know you can do like the half circle a different color from the top circle yep. you know they give you so many court details that you can change yeah it's it's fantastic it's yeah it's probably the, the only thing customization part yeah the only thing that it doesn't do at least from what i saw that 2k does do at least at least it, at least in terms of like creating an arena for a team uh you know you can change in 2k you can change the venue itself whereas in live it's just the one court right 
That's the one court for the one. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. But... So if it's, like, if it's like a pro-am team in 2K, you know, versus the one court in live, uh, that is something that I, that I would have liked to see, just, just to have the option to do it. Yeah, I, I think it'd be fun. But I get but that. I will say it makes sense for what it's for what it's going for. It makes sense to have the one court and have a design the way it is. So right. yeah, and I get that. But I would much rather um, have one venue and be able to customize the holy crap out of my court mm-hmm. than have a hundred venues but minimize uh, court editing. Because I've, right. I've, what I've seen from 2K for their alternate venues that you can get, I don't really like any of them. Like, they're okay, all kind I, of... I haven't messed with them this year, so I have no idea. Yeah. You know what? Neither have I. I'm going off of Got 2K18 because oh, okay. I don't think they, they changed that, unfortunately. Okay. Um, anyways, the, the venues that I've seen are, are just awful. And... They feel lackluster, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. And so I would much rather just let me customize the court. You know, let me do, like, the Pelicans. They have a big Pelican that's, like, just kind of a gray shadow in their, inside the three-point line. Yeah. You know, you can't do that. In either of these games, unfortunately, you cannot right. do that. And it's like, that's something that's been done. Let us do that if we want yeah let us like let take us the have stuff more and... designs and stuff yeah yeah so <clears throat> um, anyways back to live <laughs> yeah um the oh let's talk about the street courts in general i've only seen a few of them um i've seen the brazil one i've seen the park in philadelphia the Paris Park, the uh, the the Quai, the Quai tournament. That all, all of those parks look really really nice. I haven't seen Dykeman or the Cage yet, or uh, I think I, I gotta have Rucker in the game. Uh, I haven't seen any, any of those yet, but I'm pretty sure they all look really good. They each have their own different uh, look and feel to them. So, as someone who grew up playing a lot of NBA Street and that sort of stuff. Uh, it's really nice to see those uh, those courts come back and, you know, be in live for the second year now, I right. guess. Yeah, so they all look really, really good is what I'm trying to say. And I like the little uh, replay thing that, that, that they do at times. Has a little, a little cell phone thing with like an Instagram or Facebook Live thing, whatever. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But, yeah, um, all the courts are fantastic, though. I I honestly oh. I only ever really saw Chicago. Like I did the rise and I swear I didn't see any other courts but Chicago. And maybe it's cuz all the courts look the same to me. Like I remember there was the one down in Rio because you have the the like apartment complexes that are like really high in the air. So I yeah. do remember seeing that one. The game against the Deladon. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but <laughs> I, I I remember Chicago because that was like the only one I saw. And uh, I, I did like when you like made a highlight play and they did cut to the camera where they're like going live and they're like, oh, yeah. you know, that yeah. was. I, yeah, I thought that was cool. And that's yeah. a nice little touch too. 
yes. to make it feel like, hey, you know, you're actually playing at a park somewhere yeah. and people are, you know, recording it. Yep. Somebody like, that just was cool. put it on the air, yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah, it made it go viral. But other than the one court, I felt like the street courts, I mean, just being honest, I didn't really feel like, oh, wow, this is different. Like, oh, wow, this is, you know, cool. Like, this is new, you know? Like, they kind of mm-hmm. just felt the same to me, even though they were had different backgrounds and were different courts. Yeah. Like, I, I think the... I haven't played in, in any of the bigger street courts yet, but I feel like the, the Paris one had a nice uh, scope to it. There was, it was under the Eiffel Tower, and it, it looked really cool to me. The... Philadelphia Park is kind of small. It's a smaller one compared to, uh, I guess, like one one of the gyms or something that's in the game. But uh, I feel like I feel like I could, uh, especially in the smaller parks, tell tell and hear a difference in terms of the audio, mm-hmm. in terms of the sound and stuff that was going on. Right. But maybe that's just uh, because during the street ball stuff there's no commentary and it's just the background music and you'll hear players talking to each other and all that stuff so there's probably less things to uh, to intrude on your ears with the, so as far as sound goes yeah i recall <laughs> it was it was uh uh fun yeah but i i definitely had a lot of fun with uh the rise mode in general. I do want to get into the uh, the world tour mode or the, the streets world tour mode mm-hmm. more. Cause I, I unlocked that last night and didn't actually go through playing a good amount of it. Um, but I wanted to talk really quickly because you talk, you brought about the the court uh, the court uh, the custom court thing. Yeah, the one. Court. Yes, the one court. And like I said, I like the idea that I didn't go back and talk about it further but now i'm going to um the one thing that i don't like about that is that at least to my knowledge anyway um you uh have to you can defend your court in the rise mode yeah you have to do it for the story part but other than that they have the court battle thing and i haven't actually messed with that a whole lot but it seems like the execution is maybe a little flawed because you have your you can go to other people's courts and play on their courts with their own with their rules things like that uh and then you have your computer roster of people that you have defending your own court um with your own rules and things like that like i like the idea but i wish that they weren't just all cpu games that makes sense. I wish you could go and, and I, I, unless I missed it, I wish you could go and play on another person's court or like, you know, a group of fives court and play under their rules and that sort of stuff, which actually I think you can, but I don't think it's in the court battle system. I think it's a separate thing. That makes sense. Um, well, I did play on my court once with a friend, and we played against the CPU, but they yeah. were, like, super strong and, and deadly, mm-hmm. and <laughs> yeah, uh, we got blown out uh, against that team. But, as I mean, 
it would be kind of hard to to do five on five, like, as far as I'm aware. So mm-hmm. I kind of get them not uh, doing that. But I I do recall you at least being able to get uh, your group of friends together to play against the the other yeah. people on your court. Yeah, you can do it against CPU. Yeah, you can. I just wish you could do it against other people. I think that would bring more value to the court battles uh, part of the game in general. Right. Well, I remember that they said that you would take over like people's courts and you'd go to their courts. So I assume that meant that you'd play against them. I think it's all and... CPU, to my knowledge. You play against their CPU team on their court with their with their rules. Well, there's only one way to find out. <laughs> yep, well, we'll have to try it. But yep. I think it's just CPU, in my knowledge. Um, let's see. Anything else you want to say about the rise? Um, I, I I actually had a lot of fun with it, just, just like last year. I had a lot of fun with the rise mode. I think it's the mode that's gotten the most attention. Right. So that much is clear, and that's and that's good. Um, don't get me wrong, that's a really good thing, and I had a lot of fun with it. So, uh, if you want to play rise, if you want to play live just for the rise mode and the street ball side of it, more power to you because I, I think it's really fun and engaging thing, and especially with combining that with the fact that there's no microtransactions for buying stuff. Everything you do is earned. I think that's gonna that helps the game overall. For people who aren't a fan of 2K's pay-to-win system, if you want to call it that. Well, that's what a lot of people call it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you want to call it pay-to-win, we can call it that. Yeah, if you, don't, if you don't want to do it that, you can go on live and just earn all your stuff. Yeah. And personally, I like the the archetype building with the one. Mm-hmm. You know, like you pick your position... You pick what skill you want, and then you decide who your mentor is going to be. Um, for example, I picked a uh, a wing player. Okay. And I picked the playmaker, and my choice was either LeBron James or Magic Johnson. Ah. And so I went with uh, LeBron James. So I really like that. Uh, aspect to it like you know being able to make your guy make him based on these other guys yeah and then you get you know your skill is based on like what their skill was and they also kind of have like a a three-tiered uh for lack of a better word level up system with your mentor yeah where as you play and and get xp you kind of go through their stage three stages in their career and so it's really cool because with LeBron James, they have him young with, you know, the Cavaliers. And then as you get more XP, you switch over to uh, LeBron James with the Heat. And then finally the last tier, they actually have him in a Lakers jersey. That's cool. So, yeah, so it's really cool. You know, I, I one of the other guys I played with, he went with a Chris Paul build. I don't uh-huh. know what it was. It was, a, it was obviously a guard, uh, Chris Paul. But he had it where... His starting out, he was with the Hornets, and then his next tier, uh, he was with the Clippers, and his final tier was with the Rockets. And so it was just kind of cool to have like these tiered systems and to see how like they play and 
and that was uh, something that was really cool that I I really liked from live. Yeah, because I have, as I said, I have the uh, Vinsanity uh, mentor archetype thing, and it's I'm only on I'm only I'm only on the second tier of it, I think. Okay. Or second part of it, anyway. But it's 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 a nice little system. I think the first the first time I got like boost to three of my attributes or something. But it's it's a really fun system. I like it. And apparently you can swap between your two different uh, archetypes as far as icons go in, at will, which is nice. And you won't lose the progress. You have that... to you have to level up first. Okay. I think if I recall, it was level forty. Is that it requires you to be at before they let you start switching up? Okay. Got you. Gotcha. Very cool. Very cool. But I enjoyed it, man. I really enjoyed the rise and live nineteen as far as that goes. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure if if you want me to like just talk about the rise. Um, I mean, if you want to talk about your impressions general... of the rise, then go ahead and do so. If you if you have anything to say, uh, go ahead and say, it, and then we can switch over to talk about two uh, K's my career. Um. Well, I mean, you know, not really. Like. I, I talked about what uh, I liked about it. Anything yeah. else, and I feel like it's like my overall impressions of live. Mm-hmm. Like, they get in the way, and then it's like, you know, are we saving that for the end once we're done talking? That's fine. We can do yeah. that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, then then I don't have anything else. Okay, let's go on to uh, 2K and my career then. Yeah. So with the my career, you know, uh, we talked about this with the prelude. So if you want to yeah. pause, go back a couple episodes, listen to us talk about the prelude. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably we'll probably touch on touch on a bunch of that again, and then get into some new stuff since you know can actually out now. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing that bothered me though is that the the prelude ended with you getting on a G League team, going to L.A. And then in the My Career, when you get back, it starts up with you on the G League, but you're still in the prelude. And that really bothered me, you know, because I felt like they should be giving us the full prelude. Like, we shouldn't be getting half of the prelude, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, because then I would have been that much closer to being done and not having to wade through the right the go story through the bits. and the story bits, yeah, yeah. Which, you know, at first when I was first playing it, uh, I think I said this: I hated the main character's um, attitude. I think you're supposed to. Yeah. So that's fine. That's called character development. <laughs> yeah. Well, by the end of the prelude, I still hated him, and. <laughs> Like, even after the prelude's done, uh, I didn't like him. I hated the other people around him. Like, the people around him were even worse. I honestly got fed up with the story. Like, thank God they put in a skip button. Mm -hmm. Because I was more fed up with the story in this than I was with 2K18's story. And 2K18's story is really, really dumb. It's, it's, It's dumb. It's pretty dumb. Yeah, so, so with 2K19's in my career, I was so fed up with this story. Like, I skipped a lot of it. A lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just... It's dumb stuff, like... 
when you're in the G League and the guy brings the firework and they give you the choice like, yeah, man, let's go shoot it off or no, nah, man, I'm going to I'm not going to do that. It doesn't matter what you pick. Yep. That bothered me so much. Yeah. That bothered like, me so much. Why give him the option? You're just going to do it anyway. Yeah. Like, and that's then, choice and consequences. Yeah. Let me not do it and have him get in trouble for it. Yeah. And then he hates us. Or not even that, but something happens to him, he gets suspended or whatever they do. You know, whatever they decide to do with him. Versus having, spoiler alert, by the way, versus having us say, oh, no, we're not going to do it. And then we go do it anyway because we're bored. And then the apartment the apartment complex gets it on fire. And then we get cut from the team. And yeah. then the rest of the story happens. And then like, I would have liked to talk. have seen. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, my bad, my bad. I got a little hype. I got a little yeah. hype. Go ahead, go ahead. You're right. No. Well, I mean, you would have liked to have seen. Let's. What would you have liked to have seen? <laughs> I I would like to have seen if we say no, we don't do it, and then have there be another a branching story path of something that of results of those actions. Yeah. Us saying no and then having it go from there. And I agree 100%, but maybe we're expecting too much from 2K. Maybe. But, maybe. But if you're going to do a story with choices. Yeah, maybe anyway. the choices matter. Anyway. So, yeah. So, I I honestly, I, I skipped through uh, a lot of it. Like, I caught, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, that stupid thing. And I caught some of the other stuff. But overall, the story, I feel like if it hadn't have had a skip, it would have been worse. Like <laughs> I don't I don't know how you go from 2K18 to 2K19 with a worse story. Somehow, 2K did it. Somehow, they, they made it worse. And I don't know how you do that. I mean, and maybe it's with... Uh, 2K18 because it was so spread up. Like 2K19 is like here's all your story. It's you know all at once. Um, yeah. Versus 2K18 where at least it was split up among different uh, segments. So it was like a five minute segment here, five minute segment there, as opposed to our segment here, our segment there. <laughs> but I I just I didn't like the story. Now, as far as what comes after the prelude, uh, we can talk about the the neighborhood. Okay. Yeah. Overall. Um, yeah. Sorry. No, you're good. Uh, overall, I think that the neighborhood is an improvement, but it's still really shitty. <laughs> like, have. I don't know if you like walked around the neighborhood or spent some time with the neighborhood at all. Did you? I walked around a little bit. I didn't. I hadn't. Didn't. I haven't. Yeah. I have not explored it fully yet. But I did walk around the outskirts and see where the shops were and things like that. Yeah. Other than that, though, I didn't really do a whole lot. I wanted to see where things were. But once I get some more time, maybe later on today, I'm gonna walk around it and take it to its paces. Right. So see I mean, where things are. It's it's a giant square, is what it is. And I'd much rather be a giant square though than last year, in my opinion. Too much walking to go from place to place. 
It's the same amount of walking, bro. Like they yeah, took, but the, they I took like the same like everything... size, and instead of having it wind and turn and whatever, they said, "Well, let's just make it a, a brick, make it I a think square." That's, I think that's what I'm getting at. I'd rather have it be condensed more, and have everything be easily accessible, than having to, I guess, walk around a corner and a whole bunch of other stuff like that. I would rather I have I, a I menu system. I w- I was gonna say. I I mean I would. I would take no. menus for some for some things. I I no just just give me a menu system because if I want to go and play park with friends, mm-hmm. invite them over. You know you can have a my court. I think it was two K sixteen, where when you uh, everything you did was in the my court. So when you went into my player, you immediately loaded up into your court. Yeah, and you could have friends join you, or you could. Uh, do whatever Join and go them. to the park. Yeah. But I just don't like... I don't like having to go and play a game and have to wait for somebody to join up and then somebody looks at maybe my overall and goes, oh, well, I'm not playing with them. Or they look at yeah. my record and go, I'm not playing with them. You know? Like, it's it's no fun that you can't get into a game because your record is bad. Right, or because no one wants to play with you. Yeah. And so you have to play with friends, and I just, I think it's dumb. Like, just make it a matchup system. You yeah. know, let me set the parameters that I want to as far as where I want to, but I don't want to run around in this neighborhood. Now, I would, here's my one exception. Mm hmm. I would be okay with this if they took the 30 NBA teams. It is 30, right? Yeah. Yeah. They took the 30 NBA teams and they made a special neighborhood for each of the 30 teams. Then I would be more willing to go over just so I could go over and like explore every team's neighborhood. You know, it would fill... Um, for lack of a better word, it would feel more open to just have these different neighborhoods. Different colored bricks, different style of buildings, different placement for the different mm-hmm. things, you know, the different courts. Kind of like they did with 16 again. You know, like if you was and on Venice... Park. Yeah, if you was on Venice Beach, you could play a 4-on-4 park mode. That was the only place that had the 4-on-4s. As opposed to, I think it was like the the Rucker, um, whatever. Uh, Rivet City one? Yeah, Rivet City. Where it was like threes. Yeah. They had the most uh, three parks. And then the High Flyers, they were the only ones that had like a bunch of twos. Like they had a bunch of two parks or something like that, if I recall. Mm-hmm. You I know, think so. That makes me want to go to those different parks more. Like, I get the... You know, well, we should just make it accessible to everyone. Why are we making them come over here to this area to play this? But why mm-hmm. are you not? Like, if you're going to make me walk around and do this crap, why not make it so that there's something different, something exciting, you know, in this in this specific park? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I, I hear you. I hear you. I personally would still rather have it the way they have it now, though. It's easily it's easily accessible. 
there's a lot of there's a lot less time being spent waiting around in menus and stuff. And I think that, in my opinion, that's a good thing. Sure, you're spending it walking. And and even still, once you get to the park, the park area, you know, you're still waiting for a game to start or trying to find a game. Uh, but I think cutting out the menu time and replacing it with something else, well, I think I think that the, I I would personally I personally prefer that personally. Here's this is something that they did in nineteen that uh, I really liked, and that's that once you play in a my career NBA game, you're in the locker room and you no longer have to go out to the neighborhood. Yep. Because you like just that hit lot. the nav, you go over to team practice, and you can go straight into practice, or you can go in straight into the next game, or you can just if you want to go to the neighborhood, you can go to the neighborhood. Yep. Giving you the choice of what you want to do is always preferable. Exactly. So if you wanted to go directly into a two-on-two game and it loaded up and bam, it found you uh, three other guys to play on the two-on-two with and against, how was that wrong? How was that? Oh, no. Oh, well, you know, that, yeah. Because that's I'm, what I'm saying. Because instead I have to go to the neighborhood. I have to run over to the parks. I have to find a spot. I have to hope someone else wants to play with me or I have to find a friend and get my friend to come down and play with me, mm-hmm. you know, and that's wasted time. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I like, agree. But at the I would same rather time, play though, if... with someone that sucks right away than play with someone that's really great and have to wait 15 minutes to play. Yeah, I, I agree with 100%. However, if you recall in the older 2K games, when you, when you had to, when you went to the park, you still had to walk around and find a spot on the park to play. So you oh, weren't yes. immediately put into a game like you want. If they did that, absolutely I would take that. But they don't. You still had to go to the park and you still had to wait around for a game. So right. it's the same system. Just but you're forgetting about the Mountain Dew challenge. Or was it the Ruffle challenge? I think it was the I, Ruffle challenge. One of those I didn't do. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. last year they had the Ruffle challenges. And when you went in to do the Ruffle challenges, it mm-hmm. matched make you up with other people right now if they did that immediately and they did that for everything fine but they don't so i would like that yes but they don't do it that way but we yeah. can't talk about what they do and what they don't have i mean you could compare it <laughs> so, to okay. destiny yeah destiny has an atrocious waiting time but imagine you had to run up uh in the i want to say the citadel but that's not right <laughs> <laughs> i'm commander shepherd that's <laughs> Yeah, but imagine you're in the last city and you have to run up to a spot and wait for six other guardians to run up to play yeah, in a. That'd be a pain. Yeah, It'd probably be a pain. It, I, it would be yeah. a pain in the ass. Yeah, that's let's just call apples let's call it what apples. It is. Yeah. Yeah. No, and, and and like I said, I understand where you're coming from. I get it. I do. Trust me. And I'm not saying I'm not saying about agreeing with you. It's just that I don't really mind it the way it is. Because it was still, you were still doing the same thing, just in a different manner with more loading screens. And if I could take away one loading screen to do some walking to get to the park or whatever, personally, I will take that. Because I had to load into the park. And how many times did you load into the park in the old 2K games and get hit with that 99% cheese? And you gotta, oh, I gotta close the game out, load up again. So, like... I, I do that's remember just my that. personal opinion. I would take I would take the extra walking 
and not having a loading screen and going to the park immediately versus going to a menu to go to the park to load into the wait to wait load into the park to walk to get to the park to walk to a spot on a court in the park and you're still waiting for a game to start anyway because you'll get people people walk up uh, I'm gonna leave and then so same thing really we're just doing it differently that's all yeah but I think it's enough to talk about that but I still think that they need to have more than one neighborhood you know and that's been a, a big issue for me because yeah. they have one neighborhood and they even have a subway do you know what the subway does I saw it but I didn't actually go on it <laughs> It randomly loads you up into another server. Huh. So if you load up into there and, like, park is dead, no one's playing, go to the subway and maybe it'll load you up into a neighborhood where people are playing. Yeah. Which, by the way, park is dead. 2K killed it. Everyone's playing the cage matches. <laughs> um, But I, I just feel like they could do so much with making these neighborhoods resemble the team that you play on you know like if you that would be cool though because I'm, I'm in toronto that'd be cool to see yeah. the the needle yeah. or whatever like that'd yeah. be cool you know it's, pro it's probably a server thing and you know other stuff i get that here's, knows? here's the thing though i swear they have to have 9999 servers for west coast and east coast separately mm -hmm. and the reason why i think that is because when you load up into your map, it actually tells you what server you're loaded into. Hmm. It's either west and X amount of numbers or east X amount of numbers. I'll have to pay attention next yeah. time. Definitely when you first load up, you can also look at it if you already loaded it up and you're like, oh, I should have looked. You just go onto your phone, go into your events page, and it tells you what server you're in. Same, hmm. same uh, process there. Okay. But there's no reason why they can't take, you know, those 9,999, divide them by 30, and give each team those servers. Right. You know, like, it's just, it feels lazy to me. Like, they're doing all this stuff to change the colors. Of, uh, there's a Reese Puff Crunch Hour. I think it's every Saturday. Um between 12 and 1 o'clock Eastern Time, you can get double VC and double My Points, which My ah. Points are your uh, skill unlock points this year. But it doubles them by two. So if you play on the park during that time, you'll get double VC and double the My Points playing. And so you get a different-looking court that looks like Reese's Puff. But instead of doing that, just make courts based off of each of the 30 teams like uh, it's so it's so simple and it would add so much i guarantee you they could probably pop it out in a day like having these different servers and layouts because of how simple this is they could have it done in a day i don't think those guys are, are terrible right <laughs> uh, ronnie if you're listening Call me up. I got. I'll get you the hookup. <laughs> I got ideas for you. <laughs> but um, what what uh what else did you do you like about the my career uh, stuff this year? 
Because I have some things that I really like too. Um, what else? What else you got, friend? I like the the haircuts are free this year. I like that joke that the barber made. That was great. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, this guy was charging the haircuts. What was he doing? Yeah, he was charging <laughs> NBA prices. I love it. Yeah, I love it. That was great. pretty funny. Um, I do like the Daily Will, but I haven't had into that thing yet i haven't like i haven't explored the park yet so i don't know what's over there yeah you have to go into the annie up arena oh um and i like it because i get daily stuff i hate it though because they have one spin wheel and everybody trying to go to the one spin wheel oh no that's awful yeah and you have to there's like a little ready up spot which they actually patched it so now there's three ready up spots Oh, but my. still, you'll get like 15, 20 people standing there waiting. And so then you can't even see the wheel. There's a little power gauge that goes up and down once. And you like sometimes they're standing in front of you, so you can't even see that. And uh, so like whoever thought of this didn't think it out very well. They didn't think, well, everyone's going to get on at the same time and try and go. <laughs> right. You know, try and go and get their daily bonus or whatever. Let's yeah. just let's just let's just have it not be a cool down. And just have everyone just spin the thing, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. So I, I like it, but I also hate it because of that. You know, it would be nice if they... Um, I feel like it should be a prize will that as you take something off, the others get a little bit bigger. That'd be cool. Sort of like a... Uh... Uh, almost like a wheel of fortune kind of thing, but not really. Yeah, kind of like a wheel of fortune, but not really. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I I just feel like, um, you know, after you've won like the thousand VC spot, that comes off, and all of them kind of grow bigger for you. Yeah. So that. So, and you could do it on a weekly rotation since it's a daily thing. You could do it on a weekly rotation. It'll reset every week on Tuesday or whatever. Well, they have like. The wheel's pretty big. There's got to be at least 30 items, 15 to 30 items. That you right. Or a monthly, on. I don't care. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. You have a monthly cycle. If you go in every day for that month, you're going to guarantee you get everything on that wheel, right? Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Like, I would prefer that. I mean, obviously, you would get some times where they would be like uh, something from Foot Locker, and maybe they wouldn't go back because they gotten everything else they wanted. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, it, I actually it would, got it a would, tattoo. <laughs> nice. It would work yeah. sort of like uh, Destiny's uh, prismatic uh, facets do, where you have you have these like ten items in this thing, and they're on a knockout list. So if yep. you get one, you're guaranteed to get something new the next time you get it for the next week when it resets. Yes, and that's similar to uh, I've I've played free to play game free to play yeah. browser games before. I'm not going to drop any names, but I've played them before where they have um, gotchas and, yeah, you know, they have they have like a lot. Like they'll have like 2,500 items in those gotchas. But each right. time you collect that item, you know, uh, you're guaranteed not to get that item again. Although I should say that they'll have like 100 items, but like one item you can get it 100 times yeah. or something like that. So, you know, that that's kind of the gotcha system. So that's where I'm getting it from. But still, it would be nice to have 
like a monthly cycle where you're guaranteed to get something new if you come back every month and you're guaranteed to get everything from that will. Yeah, like I would that 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 would be a good way to go about it too. That way yeah. again, like you said, if you're going in there every day, you know, by the end of the month, you're going to have everything on that wheel. Right. Also, and, that, and that's cool too, and that's cool too because it number one it gives you the incentive for going every day of the month and also it gives those people who maybe maybe do it every month but some who don't, it gives those people, you know, this look at me, look what I have sort of thing. And in yep. video games, that's always something that's nice for people to have to show off that, hey, I have this thing that other people don't have because I took the time to do this thing. Exactly. Um, also, they need to add a timer. Like That needs to come out next patch because I can't tell you how many times I've gone in, uh, gotten my spin, and then I come back the next day and it goes, you've already gotten your spin this day. And it's like... Well, when am I supposed to know when I can get my next spin? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So they, they definitely need to add. But that, that is a nice new feature. A few other fixes, and I think it would be a really great feature, though. Okay, good. I'm gonna I'll have let, to go in there and try the wheel today. Yeah, I'm going to let you tell me, though. Uh, give me the 411 on some stuff you like. Okay. Well, I'm going to start with the story. Because I actually enjoyed, I actually enjoyed the story. I tried not to take it too seriously because it is 2K, and we know it's to expect with them. So you know, you did get your your hokey stuff in there with the fireworks thing, and uh, the and Howie uh, running Howie and AI running into Big Toonie during one of the games, and Howie was like touching like he was a ghost. I, I thought it was pretty funny. Like, it was it was silly. It was kind of stupid, but I thought it was kind of funny for what it was and what Big Toonie as a character represented. Like, he's supposed to be this, you know, almost ghost type person you don't really see or whatever. So, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, but no, I like the character progression, character progression of AI. He starts out as this very cocky person who... Uh, seems to want everything handed to him. He thinks he deserves a spot in the league because because of, you know, whatever. He deserves it. But he has to put in the work to get it. And he has these mentors, Big Toonie, Tatum, you know, these guys. And he, even his friend Corey Harris, even Corey Harris, friend, uh, even Corey Harris, you know, they're all telling him, look, you're not ready. These are things you need to do to get to this point. And once you do this, then we can start talking about you getting into the league. But right now, you have some growing you need to do as a person and as a, and as a ball player. If I can so, just counterpoint there. Uh-huh. Um, because that part, for me, I didn't like. Because they're all like, you're not ready. But they didn't tell him what he needed to do to get ready. You know? It's, no, it's kinda but like no. You're, you're not ready. You know, you have all these scores, but you're not ready. You know, it's it's kind of... Like, if if you was going to tell me, uh, well, you're not ready for radio or for a podcast. I'd be like, right. well, why not? What can I do to, to be better? You know, and then yeah. you're going, you know what, man? You, you're just not ready. See, right here, you're just not ready. <laughs> it's like, well, what are you talking about? Like, you know, yeah. if I'm supposed to improve myself, I, I, you have to give me a hint or tell me how I can improve myself. You can't just go off and say you're just not ready and that's what this story did yeah and and i I agree with you there in that respect and you know uh toonie in particular he's the guy who was 
dropping the dropping the um I'm not sure what, what the yeah cryptic stuff you know you gotta walk before you can crawl and blah de blah de blah the walking the walking before you crawl is Shanghai when you get to the G League you're crawling and once you make it to the NBA then you're like all right now I can walk I made it here so that's sort of where I was going with it in my mind so those were the three stages the 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 crawling and the walking uh, you know so that's how I took it. Um, but AI, AI, in my opinion, does go through a nice character arc. Uh, again, he starts off cocky. Once you get to the end, and you see, and you see the big twi- the the I'm gonna call it big twist, but the twist that happens with Marcus and your social media manager, um, who sees dead people. Yeah, AI wakes up, and he realizes he says it in that meeting with Marcus, he realizes what these people were trying to tell him. And that's a big turning point for AI as a character. And once you get a little further on, um, once you get past all that stuff, uh, you get the talk from the agent, uh, Nikhil, and he's telling you his story and everything and how both of you are sort of connected because you both went through your own different journeys to get to where you are in your respective lives. Um, I, I think it's great to humanize people, even if it is a video game character. Uh, I think it's great to do that. And they did that with Nikhil for me. Yeah. And so that was who cool. Who is Nikhil? Like, I know he's your, uh, for lack of a better word, media manager. Yeah. Um, but who is he? Because he's talking about doing a crossover versus James Harden. I tried looking him up to see if he's a real person or not. To see if maybe he was in an older 2K that mm. I didn't play, and yeah. I found nothing. Yeah, I think Bupkis. he's just the character they made for the game for the story in general, which is okay with me. That's fine, not a big deal. Nice. Uh, Corey Harrison, Marcus Younger, sort of the same thing. At least to my, at least from what I know, anyway. I don't know if there's a world player named mean, Corey Harris, Marcus Young. So I feel like those are made for the story. Also, that's another thing I really like too. I was concerned that once you left the quote-unquote prelude of the 2K and actually started your My Career mode, uh-huh. that both Corey and Marcus were going to just disappear. They don't, which is nice. Right. They That's stay cool. on the the team. Yes, they stay on the team, uh, which means that, which means hopefully at some point, um, you're going to play against them and there might be interactions with them too. That'd be nice to see. Um. Well, I can tell you because I've played about halfway into the season. I think I'm in January now, maybe like okay. December. And I haven't seen like I've actually played against the Lakers and I played against the um, the Spurs, and mm-hmm. there there wasn't any special interactions with them. Got you. There was like special interactions with uh, the other guys that are part of the the two K team. Mm-hmm. But no, I didn't get anything from uh, the other guys. Okay. Bit of a downer, but it's okay. It's fine. Work with yeah, it. I know. <laughs> um, I let's see something else that I like. Oh, okay, yeah. The way they're handling the VC and stuff in general, I like it because it seems like they're being a little less stingy with it. Right. At least, at least from what I've seen now, it's still going to take you 190000 to get to uh, 
uh, what's it, 85 or whatever it is. Um, but I think they're doling it out better. Right. Um, well, I like yeah. the UK. I like the contract negotiation too that they have with it now. Uh, you know, you can, you can, you can, uh, you know, barter for more VC minutes uh, using your contract as a teammate, great bonus or whatever. And I signed with the Raptors. I'm get. I I tried to work 800 VC with uh, with one year and the two times teammate bonus with the with the with the minutes that they were gonna give me. Eventually, they, they I got to the final offer, and they were like 790 VC, two times team, teammate bonus. I think it was like 15 minutes or whatever it was, and the one year is like fine, cool. I'll take I'll take the I'll take the 10 less VC for the two times teammate bonus and the one year whatever. It's fine because minutes are gonna go up, not a big deal. Right. Yeah, I um, I think I negotiated with the. Uh, the Pelicans, and okay. uh, I'm getting, uh, I think it's 950. I don't think I'm getting a teammate bonus, and I think I signed a three year contract. Okay. But yeah, so I, <laughs> I have a little more basic. Like, my thing was I was scared to because I didn't want to lose. Like they was offering the most money. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't want to lose, like, you know, go really high and then lose them because I wasn't sure how that worked if they would yeah. immediately go well we don't want to offer you that and you've insulted us so <laughs> but but that but, but see that's the cool thing though is that if you try to if you try to work it too much one way or if you try too many times to counter offer they may just deny you outright entirely and then you'll have to go find another team to sign with which I like um, mm-hmm. but you could also just close the game out and do it again <laughs> yeah if you want to in fact so. that actually required uh 2k had to patch it ah. because here's what happened uh they found out that you could make a point guard build you could join the team the warriors because they're stacked at point guards um they would offer you 480 for vc but yeah. you could push them up to like 750 between 750 and 800 VC, yeah. and they would accept that offer, and then you would have no minutes because you was inactive, and so you'd go through these games and you wouldn't play, and you were getting like you were still earning yeah, VC, yeah, 800 VC, <laughs> and so a lot of people figured that out, and I in fact did that so that I could get my guy up, uh, yeah. because I didn't want to pay. I already bought the anniversary edition. Right. So I felt like I shouldn't have to pay for VC to max out my dude, which, by the way, it's 190,000 VC just to get your guy to an 85. Yeah, because I, I, I mentioned that earlier. Yeah. That's, that's crazy, though. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of VC. Right. And you were saying that in the chat? Yeah, like because one of my uh, chat members was talking to me about it. He's like, yeah, it's 190,000 to get to 85. I'm like... That's insane. Yeah. Now, grant now, granted, that's fifty bucks. That's fifty bucks worth of VC. But right. So here's here's another crazy number too, because you can actually go into your guy's uh, player card, mm-hmm. and you can look and see how much they actually uh, are paying you a year. Yeah, yeah, millions or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, for my guy, for the three year deal, he's earning seventy four million dollars. God. Yeah, that's how much they signed him for. 
So if you translate the uh, 950VC and you translate that over the 82 games you play for three years and then you uh, take that number because it's like 233,000 VC, like a quarter million VC. Mm -hmm. And then you take that number, divide it by the $74 (laughs) million, and it comes out to uh, the $1 is worth 0.003 cents. So it's like three one hundredth of a penny is how much one VC is worth. And so I'm really only making about $3 like every game. That's what it kind of equates out to. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I'm making three real world dollars or I guess VC dollars every time I play. So that's, yeah, that's really. Yeah. I'm still trying to decide what I want to do as far as do I really want to pay for VC this year or not because Number one, my biggest issue with the whole VC thing um, is the fact that it's a pay-to-win thing, and I hate that. Yeah. Um, but also at the same time, you know, uh, I don't, I don't want to be trash on the court. Uh, I hate it. Um, but on the other end of that, from a realism standpoint, you're an undrafted guy. Like you're supposed to be garbage. Well, yeah, I don't. I, okay, it's not 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 entirely true, but you know, you're not supposed to have the hype around you that you know a first round talent would have. So it makes more sense for you to struggle early on, you know, versus coming in and dominating the league and just surprising everybody. Uh, so I'm trying to decide: do I want to play this one and not spend any money on VC, or do I just bite the bullet and say no, I'm not gonna be trash on the court no more, and you know, deal with it. I mean, it depends on how much you're actually going to play this game. Yeah, that's true. So, because last year I didn't play it a whole lot, so yeah, that's mostly because of the story. It's garbage. I couldn't. I just didn't care. <laughs> didn't care. Yeah. So, but, um, I don't know. I mean, it. I agree with you on everything that you said. That it's it's difficult to want to be garbage, and that the only rebuttal I would have is that. You know, the thing that you have, though, is there are times where you'll get people that, like, come off the bench, and then they take the league by storm. Yeah, right, and it's, exactly. It's and like, that's sort of what we're know, doing 2K, as a my player. Yeah, so why shouldn't we be at a higher overall? You know, I mean, if... And here's here's my big thing, though. If the game was free, I wouldn't care about the VC at all. Like, mm-hmm. I would understand, you know, this is how they make their money, this is how they pay for their servers, you know... I get yeah, it. Right. Yeah, I probably I probably pay pay for VC more so if it was free. Yeah. Because if I like the game, I'm gonna pay you guys money, you know, to help support the game that I like to play. Exactly. So, but the fact that we're paying sixty dollars, sixty dollars, yeah. or or eighty to hundred dollars or whatever, yeah. you know, a hundred dollars for those people that bought the anniversary edition. Mm. You know, that's. Yeah. Like, why am I paying a hundred dollars, and then I you tell me I gotta pay fifty dollars to get my guy up to the max now because you didn't give me enough to max out my dude. Yeah. You know, like the anniversary people, they should have been given enough VC to max out their player. Like they should have been given a hundred and ninety thousand in VC. Yeah. 
at least that much. Yeah, but it's only a hundred thousand, right? Yeah. So you had you would have had to buy another ninety thousand VC, which you can't even do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you would have had to bought. I think it's a hundred and fifty thousand is the next tier, which is like fifty bucks. Yeah. Something like that. So you have to spend a hundred and fifty dollars to max out your dude if you bought the anniversary edition. Like, and that's ridiculous to me. You know, standard people, I get that. You know, they they come in at a lower overall. You only got five thousand if you pre-ordered it, I think, or you, yeah, there's a little five thousand VC ticket. And so it's it's just ludicrous. The, the, they have it that way. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. So that's in the in the compare and contrast section. <laughs> yeah. Um, microtransactions for 2k none versus lot none for live so you know you 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 decide in that regard what you want to do as far as that goes yeah all right so yeah gameplay gameplay ga- gameplay is always the crux of everything because it's a video game and you're playing the game so yeah so yeah you know Hello, all this, all their, you play yeah. to play the game <laughs> yes thank you thank you so yeah um it's you know again you this is the point this is the big thing the you can have all the customization you want but if your gameplay is not the best or not up to par then you're gonna have a problem here <laughs> so yeah. i appreciate you dropping the knowledge for all of our listeners listeners now hey man that's what no. i'm all about dropping the knowledge bombs on you yeah <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So, um, you want to talk about 2K or live first? I, I thought we was going to do both. That's fine. We can do both. That's like, cool. Like, like the jump shot. I'll throw the jump shot at you. And you... All right. So, for live, I like RPM. It's great. Mm-hmm. It adds a feel uh, and weight to the players with nice transitions, uh, animations at, at some point, at some points in time, all the time. Um right. You, uh, there was, there was a part where I was playing in a live run game, uh, two nights ago and we had got the ball on a steal and one of our guys threw it. The opponent team picked it off right back from us. So as, as my character was running down the court on the fast break and the ball got stolen, you naturally have to turn, have to turn around, you know, get back on defense. I saw some foot, some foot planting, some turning and the actual turning of the body Versus just, you know, a a weird transition. Like it looked, it looked really nice to have the foot actually plant and see the body turn and rotate to get back on defense. Right, and I agree with you. The RPM looked really nice, <laughs> um, but I didn't like that that feeling of being suctioned into animations that's one that's one of my uh one of my dislikes uh their animations can be jerky and they're still canned yeah like i i mean every time i run down the court on live and if i run to the corner it it or even just by the corner it suctions him into the corner and he sticks and honestly 2K is doing that same thing, and it's yeah, pissing are. me off. Yeah, both games <laughs> like, have the same have animation issues as far as yeah. canned stuff goes. I mean, I I get that it's iffy there by the edge, and so they want you to be in bounds and make it your fault if you go out of bounds. 
but still let me control my guy. Don't control it for me. Yeah. I didn't like the canned animations. Although I, I even had with live, I, I didn't touch my controller. I was watching what happened and the uh, guys, the CPU shot it up. It bounced off and my guy jumped up for the rebound without me hitting any buttons and grabbed the rebound. Yeah, I had that happen before too. I was boxing out a guy and my character jumped up and got the rebound for me. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's fine. I don't, whatever. So whatever. Yeah. I'll take the Th- rebound. Thanks for the rebound. Yeah, but yeah, I'll take it, that. It breaks me out of that immersion because, like, you know, if I suck, make me suck. Like, don't make me good or great or, or suck because the game thinks I should, you know? Yeah. So, um, that I, I didn't like. Both um, games, though, both games did get rid of the auto contest. At yes. Least, at least I didn't see because yes. normally in both in both 2K and Live you would hold left trigger on Xbox or what's it L2 on uh, PS4 yeah. to uh, to uh, lock on defense and with that it would allow you to do certain things like auto contest. Neither game does that now, so you have to contest your own shots. Whether it's holding, whether it's flicking up on the, on the stick to trigger the shot contest or jumping up in the air with Y or triangle to contest your shot, you have to do it yeah. yourself now. Yes. And there are, it's kind of nice because on defense, on 2K, um, the right stick does different things yep. depending on what direction you're pushing. Whereas on uh, live, I think it's just the right stick does one thing. Like you have, you push in the direction that they're at and you can test it. Well, I, I know that, I know that you can hold down on the right stick to take a charge on defense. Um, okay. And then... When you're on offense with the right stick, you can use it to break away from a defender who's guarding you closely. So it does different things. You have to press the right button for the right situation. Okay. So, yeah. But with um, 2K, it's set up so that if you uh, use the right stick left or right, you'll actually try swiping at the ball with what direction. Right. I think it's right, you'll swipe with your right hand, left, you'll swipe with your left hand, or something like that. You have to set it to absolute, because otherwise, based on the camera angle, you have to change up your direction that you're pressing, Mm -hmm, and I hate mm -hmm. that. I like just having a specific direction, Yeah. you know, do what I want. Anyways, um, but now... I like knowing the direction, because up is up and down is down. Yeah. And depending on the camera, up is not up, and down is not down. Exactly. So that's why I set my uh, defensive stick to absolute. Yeah. So it makes it where up is up and down is down. It doesn't, camera change doesn't matter. Yeah. But anyways, and then when you push and hold down on the control stick, he'll do a contest, but he'll also try and block contest. So he like contests and tries to jump up in the air and go for the ball a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes you can tip the ball depending on how quickly you did that and how tall they are and, you know, all these other factors. Um, Or if you just hold up, he just contests and doesn't go for that contest block, and he's just there in your face. And so the way that 2K made it this year is that if you don't contest, the other person has to have a perfect green shot. Like, it has to be excellent, or they're missing. Yeah. And that is so great, because there's so many times where in the previous 2Ks and, like, 2K18, where I would contest it or it'd be there, you know, I'd be there for the shot... And it would still go down and be like, damn, does this dude ever miss? 
you know? <laughs> we had a guy like that in our live game. Yeah. So uh, this year, I, I think it helps uh, a lot. You know, and it's kind of like live, because live is the same way. If there's a dude there at all, you're not making that shot. Like, you don't even get the chance to green it. You know, you have to... Yeah, it depends on where chains. he is, definitely, yeah. Well, I've even had on live, like, I was taking a shot. There's a green bar, and I can get it, but then he comes up close, and the green goes away, and it's like, oh, yeah. man. Yeah, you can't even get the green, which is nice. Yeah. Because so, you shouldn't be able to get greens every time. If they're playing good defense, yeah. Yes, yeah. But, but I prefer if you're playing good defense, you make a miss. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. You know? And it's like, and I think, I think that's gonna help too, especially with pro am stuff because we play, we play pro am from time to time, you know. Yep. And when we go in there, and we see people, people making these contested shots, we're like, how are they going in? This year, it's gonna be, it's gonna be. Oh, I know why they went in because he got a green release or whatever. So, you yeah. know, I've always felt like we should see their shot. Like, you know, if it goes in or whatever, uh, there should be like a little indicator to let us know if he greened it, if he got perfect. Mm hmm. You know, like I've always felt like they should do that. It, it should be common knowledge. Like he makes it. Oh, green. Like some sort of indicator or like he lights up green or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that, that'll help let you know if someone's really good and they're shooting greens or if they're just getting really lucky. Yeah. I, I'm indifferent on the idea. Like I like it. I like it, but if, if it was in there, it. if it was in there, you, yeah. Yeah. If, if it was in there, I would definitely, you know, see how I feel about it for sure. The idea of it kind of, meh. like I'm cool with it, but you know, I ha I have to see it, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, speaking about speaking of on defense though, defense in live for me anyway is a mix of rewarding and frustrating. Mm -hmm. Because on one hand, it feels very rewarding to lock someone up, because uh, in live it gives it gives you keys basically on which way to move the stick when you're playing defense to right, stop true. them from you know going where they're going. It's a it's a read and react sort of game on defense. But if you get it wrong by even a tiny bit or or if you or, you know, it'll, it could be a quick move where they go left and then they go back. But you can't hit you can't move the stick, you know, down in time to get back in position. Your ankles are going to get broken and it's fairly common. And I don't like that. Right. And like yeah. every time you're going to get your ankles broke. I don't like. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I never had a problem with that. But uh, it is kind of nice to know, like, where I should be guarding. Yeah. Like, you know, I should be going this way or that way. You know, and if I mess up and go the wrong way, then I do get my ankles broken. So. I um, think I think the only reason I don't like that is because, is because you know, I'm not going to get my ankles broke from a guy who's not actively trying to do it. Like, if... If he's if he if, if he's going to shove me away, or if he's going to try and do a crossover move, if he's going to do a if he's going to do a hesitation to set me up for something, and I guess wrong, and he goes to cross back the other way, and I guess wrong, fine, or have him blow by me or something. But I don't like the idea of getting my ankles broke on a simple a, a simple action. We'll put it that way. 
Yeah. And that's what I feel like was what that was happening more times than not. Yeah. And... It would be a simple action and the ankles and you would just fall and look silly. Yeah, I never noticed that. Like, it only happened to me a couple times, so I never noticed that. So I don't know if maybe it's um, because you got the Vinsanity build and I got King James build. Like, right. if that it, maybe it, changes our uh, attributes, and so maybe you're more open to getting your ankles broken than I am. But yeah, I only experienced it, it, like, once or twice in the entire 10-hour right. trial. Yeah, and it might just be me, too, also not being very used to the to defense on live. So that could just take time to get more familiar with it. That right. also could be the case too. Yeah. So, but it's just something. It was just something I noticed and I wanted to point it out. Yeah. So another big thing though that they added to two K this year is the takeover. Oh yeah, that takeover is so fun. Yeah. I haven't got the team takeover yet. I've only had the player takeover for like a minute, but I've seen the team takeover in YouTube videos. It's right. so stupidly fun what you can do with that yeah and i have the i've gotten the team takeover um it's really kind of confusing though <laughs> you control all five players and it's not the hall of fame cpugs <laughs> yeah but you control the whole team and like you know when you're used to playing as one player yeah one player can throw you off yeah yeah like i almost got a inbound uh, infraction because I'm like you forgot yeah I forgot that I controlled everybody because it turns everybody on fire essentially everybody yep. gets to take over yep and when they have to the take over they get stupid stuff like blow buys you know yep. they can jump up and block and pull them their attributes get like a 10 yeah. point boost or something you can see becomes, where rebounds go yeah it becomes before they like, even hit the floor yeah it becomes like crazy stupid how um how good these players yeah, get. Yeah, it's really powerful. Yes, it is. Um, but it is a nice feature. Like, I wish they um, they would make it where it wasn't something that... Because sometimes it feels like it, it lasts too long, and then other times it's like you make one bad decision, and they're like, oh, there goes your takeover. Yeah, I've seen that too. I've seen that in plenty of videos where somebody will, you know, they'll reach at the wrong time, and bye-bye meter... Like you, like you had full takeover. You haven't used it, but you had it, or you had half the meter, and now it's gone. Yeah. So it's um. It is. It's cool, and it's a new, nice new feature. Um, I also like that it. It kind of tells you what um, builds these guys are too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you know, because uh, for me, I, I'm. I like to make my builds based on real people. Like, that's how I do it. I don't go out there and go, I'm going to make a seven foot three giant who's, you know, really heavy and he's able to do everything. You know, yeah. I don't, no, I don't do that. That's, that's dumb. Yeah. And that's sort of how I do mine too. Like, I do mine based off of myself and how I, when I play basketball, that's what I did. So my build is mostly about defense and mid range. Right. But you don't make a five foot three, five foot five. No, I, d I don't make a 5'6 uh, player. Yeah. No. Because exactly. he's a shooting guard, and that's just dumb. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can't even make a 5'6 uh, shooting guard. I think you can yeah. make a 5'6 point guard. But anyways. Yeah, right. And, that, and it's, uh, it's also why, because I, I played on the wing. I was a yeah. guard. So, yeah. Yeah. So, anyways. Um, yeah. 
I, I like to to make my build. Like I I already went in and made a secondary build, which uh, is a point guard, and I made him uh, based on what Steph Curry is and what Steph Curry uh, would be. No. <laughs> no. Um, I went with a, I think I went with a shot creating playmaker because wow. a shot creator can kind of, shot creator is like the every, every role. He can yeah. dunk, he can do layups, he can shoot mid range, he can do the three pointer. The shot creator is everything this year. Um, and so I, I did that instead of going with a, a three point shooter. So I went with shot creator playmaker because he does have the, the dribble moves and the skills. Yeah. And he can uh, dunk. To pay the bills. Yeah, so that's what uh, I did as my secondary build, and that's how I like to do it. And so, um, yeah, we're not we're, we're the wrong people to talk to about the best builds in 2K. Yeah, no, we're the wrong I, people to talk to. I I don't try and go with the best builds. Like, yeah, I, I don't I, do that either. I, I play the game to have fun, not to win. You know, <laughs> winning yeah. winning is fun, but if that's all you ever do, if all you ever do is win, it gets really boring really quick. Yeah. You know? Like, I like to have weaknesses in my game. Because that's how this works. That's how real people are. Yeah. Exactly. Even LeBron has weaknesses, everyone. Yeah, it's called the Cavs. <laughs> His teammates are his weakness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, did you ever see that video uh, SNL did about LeBron James? Did ever? I don't think so. I think I missed it. All right. I'll I'll send you that after we're done here, nice. but um, it's great. So, um, if unless there's something else that you wanted to discuss about this, I feel like we should go like overall how we um, feel about the two games. There were a few more things I wanted to say about live as far as gameplay goes. Okay, well, um, floor is I yours. yeah, I still think that it's way too easy to drive it, go go and score inside. Um. And I've seen some crazy stuff for people making shots from out of bounds, shooting it like over the backboard, and like it's just crazy stuff like that. Uh, I've seen uh, the, the block. I I love the blocks. I love the way they feel and the way they make me feel. But Jesus Christ, every, every single block that I've seen has been like a crazy volleyball spike style of block. And yeah. and I and I even saw uh, Candace Parker, matter of fact block a guy from behind and she did she didn't spike it on the backboard like lebron did but she did like an nba street thing where she grabbed it out of his hand and and took it the other direction it was crazy um there uh there is no franchise mode for wnba which is kind of a bummer because yeah. this is the second year of them having it i figured they would have had it for this year um and finally i played a franchise game and i was very underwhelmed by the commentary of uh, ed cohen and jay williams it felt very flat and uninspiring and the arena atmosphere wasn't there either in my mind like it felt like it felt like it had it it felt like it wanted to do stuff but it wasn't quite sure what it wanted to do right Uh, yeah i mean i i actually enjoyed myself when i played the franchise mode for live yeah um, I would agree with you that if they did a WNBA franchise mode, like that would make it really cool, you know, yeah. give us that yeah. option. Not yeah. just... And especially with the addition of the female players now for the rise, 
Like, you know, yeah. 2K is not doing WNBA. They haven't done it yet. I'm not, I'm not, not, not saying they won't do it. But they haven't done it yet. So capitalize on that market while you can. If you can get girls to go over to live and play your game by having them, you know, make themselves in the rise and take them into the league with the WNBA, that'd be so cool. And then you could do a WNBA uh, franchise mode and all that with draft classes and all the stuff that the NBA side of it has. Do it. Yeah. I think you can do it. Just do it. If yeah. you're able to do it, by all means, please. Because, I mean, I, I, I said this I said this um, a few podcasts ago off the air when we had zero on. I said, if Live if Live brought over, if Live did, had a franchise with Dummy Bay, I was going to buy the game. Don't. Yep. So. So you're yeah. not. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. But I did enjoy the franchise mode that I played. Like, I mean, you were telling me you played 12-minute quarters. And... Yeah, I played the one game on 12-minute quarters just to get a full NBA experience. Yeah, and I was... I, mean, I was playing on pro difficulty, though, so whatever. Yeah. I had fun. I had a lot of fun with that, I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. The White had 31 points at halftime. It was ridiculous. It was fun. Yeah, and one thing I did like, I felt like the players, their uh, overalls uh, were more accurately depicted in live mm-hmm. than they were in 2K. Like, mm-hmm. I, I felt I, like Live uh, actually knows talent better. Like, you know, this guy is a good player. He should be uh, rated this way. Whereas 2K, it felt like they didn't evaluate them as good. Mm-hmm. If that makes I sense. did see players, though, some anyway, not playing like themselves, like Steph Curry. He's not a guy to drive and go in for dunks and layups a whole lot. If he has space to shoot, he's going to shoot. And I didn't see him do a whole a whole lot of that. When I was playing uh, in the rise mode against him, well, that, yeah, that's just as what far I... as the street ball goes, I can't really talk about that. But mm-hmm. I mean, he will drive to the basket. Like, yeah, yeah. What, yeah. what he, makes he him so drive. good is that if you play him on the drive, he just pops back, bam, three point yeah. from you know another area code. Yeah. He's good. And, and if I, you I play think that's him, what I wanted to see more of. Yeah, if you I play think. him on that though. If you play him on the three-pointer, like you're waiting for him to do that pop back, he just runs mm-hmm. past you and whoop, there's a floater and it goes in. Yeah, that's more of his game, those floaters and and uh, like like we're saying, the the, the, the three-point mid-range game. I mean, he's not one of those guys to go in and do a lot of dunks. He can. Th- did he posterize though? I mean, is that what he did? Yes, he did actually. And I was really upset. <laughs> okay. Like, hold up, Curry is not posterizing nobody. What is this? No, no, he's not. That's that's true. That's <laughs> true. Like everybody can posterize, from what it seems. If you if you have somewhat of a dunk ready, you can posterize people. I saw Victor Oladipo. This man did like a a Dwight Howard, uh, slam dunk thing where he like threw the ball into the into the hoop from a good like. He was in the, you know, you you know, if you've seen the dunk, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. The All Star, the All Star uh, contest dunk. You know what I'm talking about. Where he's like chuck the ball, it's like ah, dug it in. It's like yeah. what? Oh, the depot? Okay. It's it's been a while, but I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But no, I but um, that's kind of it. All I had to say about the that was the last bit of live gameplay that I had though. Okay. Overall, final thoughts before we uh. Wrap, wrap this up or before the buzzer sounds yeah the shot clock's going off yeah <laughs> um i mean here here's what i'll say uh 
live versus 2K. I like live. I, I like the presentation. Um, you know, the franchise guys were a little flat, but they weren't terrible, you know. And I liked their their archetype system and the, the developing of your one player and the courts. I liked everything about the game except the gameplay. Mm-hmm. The gameplay is my one failure because it still feels super canned and I I feel like a, a tank trying to like roll around on the court. <laughs> you know, I, if I want to make like a slight correction, like let me make a slight correction. It feels like everything has to be this huge correction with it. Yeah. And so because of that, um, the, I mean, the gameplay is the point. Uh, I can't really like, give it a high score. I mean, if it was the only basketball game out there, it would be livable, but it's not. Yeah. So with that said, 2K, I like the gameplay of 2K. I don't like much of anything else. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I mean, they did improve over last year, like the overall presentation, it is improved over last year, but the presentation from last year was so bad. Like the only place they could go was up. And so I kind of feel like if, if this was a perfect world, we would get all the stuff that makes live great and all the stuff that makes 2k great and just kind of smush them together. And we would have the greatest basketball game ever created. Right. So unfortunately, um, we don't live in that world. Yeah. We don't live in that world, but I'll probably be playing 2K more, and that'll be the game. Obviously, I bought it already, but uh, I'll be playing that more because the gameplay is funner to me than the gameplay for live. And I'm kind of sad because I wish that live would like step it up and make 2K actually work for it, and you know make them earn that uh, top nomination, top mm-hmm. game, top game, whatever. But I just, my gut feeling says it's not going to work out for live. I'll be surprised if they keep making live games. uh, Just because it feels like they're not making their monies out of it. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they're spending so little on the development and so little on uh, the licensing that maybe the few copies they actually sell, they're making their their money. Yeah. You know, (laughs) maybe they are. But I don't know. So that's that's what I would I would say. Two K is the better game, uh, just because of the gameplay. What are your thoughts? Let, let me hear your basketball IQ here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I agree with you that live is definitely I okay. I think live is going in the right direction. Yep. They're definitely taking a lot of strides in the right areas. Um, the gameplay still needs work, though. That's the big thing. The gameplay still needs work. It's getting there, but it still needs yep. work. And that's fine. You know, I grew up playing live, so I want live to be good. I want them to succeed because that, again, like, that's the game that I grew up playing. I spent a lot of time on, you know, the live with Jason Kidd on the cover and the other ones, you know. So, so many fun memories playing live. So, you know, I want live to be good. But the uh, gameplay still has some work to do. I think it can get there, though. 
They just have to keep working at it and keep improving year after year. I don't think it's going anywhere at this point with with the turnaround that they had that was that kind of came out of nowhere for some people. Uh, I think they're I think they're here to stick around for a little longer. I right. think they're back and I think they're doing good things. They just need to keep working at it. Two um, K is still the uh, still the better of the two in my personal opinion. Um, okay. And I think that just comes from a gameplay standpoint, though. Yes, both games have their canned animation issues and that sort of stuff. But I think the overall uh, game is better on 2K versus live. And that's not to say that I don't like live, because, again, I just said I like live and I had a lot of fun with it. So nobody come at me for that. Um, but, yeah, that's, I mean, that's kind of it. I'm going to be playing more 2K than live. Um, again, mostly because I bought live or 2K rather. Um, I will I will play more of live until my trial runs out, and then I'll probably pick it up when it goes in the vault next year, <laughs> or whatever they do it. I don't know. This <laughs> is whenever EA does it for EA Access. Whenever it does, I don't know. I know with the way they're doing FIFA, who knows when yeah. they'll uh, be releasing yeah. it. Yeah, but I like both. I do like both games a lot. I do. But 2K has the edge for me. Yep. And that's kind of all there is to it. Yep. So I think the buzzer has sounded. I think we finally hit triple zeros and it's time to go. I think we have. <laughs> yep. Did, I think so. Did we uh, Did we win the game? Was it a buzzer beater? Last second shot? Just in time. The yeah. shot was reviewed and the shot went off right before the red light came on. So we are all good. And you know what that means. That means we are out of here. Thank you all so much for tuning in to episode 57 of the R&R Gaming Podcast. Once again, we are a part of the Joystick Entertainment Network. Ken, before we get out of here, though, round of plugs, you. Yeah, so you can find us on Twitter at R&R Gaming Pod. That's R-A-N-D-R Gaming P-O-D. We always post as soon as the new episode goes live. You can find me personally on Twitter at MacroboV. That's M-A-C-R-O-B-O-V. Byron is also on there at B underscore Ron1417. Where else can they find us, B-Man? They can find us on Google Play Music, on iTunes, and also the CastBox app. On iTunes, be sure to give us five stars and leave a review as it helps us continue our quest for podcast domination on the charts. And you can also find me streaming on Twitch at B underscore Ron1417, twitch.tv slash B underscore Ron1417. I think that's going to do it for this week. Ken, they got to come back next week, though. Tell them why. Yeah, you should come back next week. We're going to be previewing a free game called Mega Man 2.5D. Looks like a fun little co-op experience. Maybe we can get Byron to also stream some of it. Who knows? But also, you should come back next week because everyone could use a little more R&R.
you should check out the video. I sent you the link through Skype. Yes, I will. Thank you. <laughs> Do you look at me? Wonderful. That's great. I love it. Yeah. Love it. That is great.